Welcome back to episode 265 of For the Love of Cinema. This is 265B, where we will now talk about Moonfall by Roland Emmerich. With, with you for that discussion, Grayson, Roger, and Chris. For the episode of Jackass, including the box office breakdown, what streaming trailer talk, check out episode 265A, posted on Tuesday, 2.15. But gentlemen, let's talk about the, another big movie this week. Let's talk about Moonfall. Let me get some. I'd like to give a quick disclaimer, though. Okay. If you listen to uh, to the A version of the episode, there's a lot of dick discussion. Just warning. So much like people that are coming in. More but, more yeah. dick discussion has ever been in a movie ever. It's, it's a whole whole different vibe here at Moonfall. <laughs> but man, that was that last one was weird. Hold on though, is it really a whole different vibe? <laughs> it's I mean, far less male genitalia. To talk true, about true, true, but just, true. But but maybe maybe not enough. That but but just as much ridiculousness group. in this one. That's 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 fair. That's fair. Okay, yes. directed of course by Roland Emmerich, Halle Berry, Patrick Wilson, John Bradley, Michael Pena, Charlie Plummer, Donald Sutherland. Which I don't know why he's in this movie for the small amount of time he is. And <laughs> one day on set, that's all we need. And M. A. Ekwakor. So, all right, Roger, take it away. I know you've been dying to talk about Moonfall. Tell us what Moonfall is. About. Okay, I dare you to tell us what Moonfall is about in twenty seconds. Can you? Uh, the, the moon gets knocked out of geosynchronous orbit, and it's also haunted. <laughs> That's so not fair, man. <laughs> it's not incorrect, though. It's not. It's, I mean, it's kind of haunted. Okay, okay, so the best thing I've ever heard. So first of all, you have to. Okay, just okay. What we've talked about with jackass was it only took five seconds by the way so what we talked about with jackass if you previously listened is if if you don't like jackass movies just don't go watch jackass because you're not going to enjoy the fourth one true if you don't like these big way over budgeted way over produced roland emmerich end of the world movies then this one's not going to pull you into it so i mean this is easily one of the most ridiculous movies i've ever seen and it's trust me i've seen some doozies out there folks yes i've seen some very ridiculous things so with that said, Roger's description, while lacking a lot of detail, is not incorrect. Of But in this movie, okay, so we start – how we start is, is, is as tame as this movie ever gets with – The moon is out of orbit. The moon like is out just, of orbit. And what happens. One man um, – what's it, who was he? Oh, Sam Tarly. Sam Tarly. Samuel Tarly from Game of Thrones somehow realizes this, knows, and no one takes him seriously because why would anyone – uh, he's not a doctor. He's not. He's not really anything. He doesn't have anything. There's no reason why anyone would take it. Would listen to him. So here's where the problems begin. Oh, well, <laughs> well, but hold on. So before that, we get we glean a mission a mission with Halle Berry. Oh yeah, we do see the mission of uh, them on the with, where they service in a satellite, yeah. right? With Fowler and Harper, played by Halle Berry and Patrick Wilson, on a mission um, over the moon, and something happens. Something swoops around them they can't identify uh they lose power but then they gain it back and patrick wilson's brian harper is able to land the shuttle after a a very hard mission back home and somebody then, died and then and then he's immediately court-martialed and subpoenaed dude, and, nasa ruined that dude yeah i mean they rule highly well joe fowler ruined that helped ruin him too let's be honest about that they didn't go well, far enough with that one she didn't help save him but she didn't hurt him she was unconscious he couldn't answer the questions. So, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, look, There's just, that's so that, much stuff. <laughs> but that's just a setup for this for this extremely ridiculous movie, but and then we learn and, and rather than just tell you the plot points, we we learned that the moon is not 
organic. It's not an all. actual moon. It's built. It's a construct, and it's just it's. They take another mission to the moon. Try it's just it's exactly what you think a Roland Emmerich moon movie would be. So, so I mean, it turns out the moon is actually a white dwarf star surrounded by what's called a megastructure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's a real thing. Or well, not it a is real now, thing. It is now. And, there, and there's a moon ghost inside smothering the power source of the megastructure. It's I, not know, really a ghost. It's an alien robot. <laughs> sentient, actually, it's a sentient AI. So it might as well be a goddamn ghost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's again, we're telling you these things and there's you have to watch the movie to find out how everything in, in, intersects. Yeah, so the sentient AI was created by our ancestors in another galaxy millions of light years away. Millions they of sent years, the moon here. Billions of years ago. They sent the moon here. It was the only one that escaped the attack and helped uh, let us develop life on our planet. So... There's a lot to unpack there. None of this is satire. And also, none of it matters. <laughs> Both Short version is the moon's crashing into the planet, and we got to go save it, baby. Oh, and there's a really expensive 3D printer in the moon. What? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. It can imitate life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of well, it, 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 it recreates their ship that crashed for them to fly out with. That's true, it does. So let's talk about the moon. Let's, let's step back a few beats. Talk about them. It did. With a glowing bomb. It did. Yes. 3D printer. So let's talk. Let's just step back for a second and talk about what actually happens in this movie. The moon is definitely out of orbit. Okay. So legitimately, I, I have a problem with this. Okay. Because if the moon was actually out of orbit, yeah, where it we, wouldn't we, just be one telescope telling you this. It would be all the telescopes telling well, you this. Well, yes. And <laughs> with as close as the moon comes to the Earth, we'd all be dead. Like, what? I don't know what would happen. But your body. I don't know what would happen. We got. Guys, can... guys, are we going to pick apart the science of moonfall? Well, okay, only for a minute because okay. like, I, I think I think that's that's at least a little bit important because so Moonfall is a big, fun, explosive disaster, okay? But some of the small science stuff that just goes like swept under the rug really does bother me because one, listen, if our moon was actually out of orbit, like our planet would be really messed up, right? First thing, you know, all the birds are going to die, all kinds of things. All the tides are going to mess up, which I do get into that a little bit. A little here. bit. Um, so, like, it would be really bad for us, you know, to screw up the polarity of our planet, blah, 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 blah. Blah. Whatever, <laughs> right? You know, no, Details, no, Watson. No, 5G gives you COVID or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moonfall. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that happens here is nobody believes this guy after bad stuff starts happening, which I get it. It's a movie, whatever. But, like, our planet is dying. <laughs> and nobody's like, oh, yeah, bro, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, I mean, the thing is, but... I love that NASA doesn't give a shit, either. Well, here, okay, okay, well, okay, here's <laughs> the thing. NASA quits. He just quits and leaves. He straight says, I'm going home. <laughs> you know, it takes half the movie for someone to be like, there's no peak on this planet high enough. Unless we figure this out, we're all dead. Like Patrick Wilson's the one that says that in the like halfway through the movie. Like no one, yep. everyone's like, "Oh, I'm gonna get to higher ground." What? What? You're you're gonna die, bro. <laughs> you're not gonna be able to escape the death that's coming for you. So here's but what Roger's saying. I think is somewhat right though, is because this. Can you imagine the guy who wrote this is like, I don't care about the science at all. I just want to get them from point A to point. I don't give two shits about this. I mean, like he, he couldn't possibly get, well, care about the science. So I, I think you could have went about it a different way. And I'm not trying to rewrite Moonfall because trust me, it doesn't benefit anybody if I do this. <laughs> but you could have just had, listen, 
This movie at its core is an alien-based movie, right? It is. So there is a sentient robot alien basically trying to destroy our moon, and that's what causes it to fall into our planet, okay? You just could have had that happen and happen very rapidly. Didn't have to act like some naturally occurring thing happened, right? Of course, right. (laughs) So I I don't understand why they put all this time and be like, oh, well, the the moon's falling out. we got to find out what's going on. Just have the aliens blow it up. Here's my issue. Because then we're all dead. You can't do that. Well, yes. no, well no, no, because because you could have the whole thing like the aliens blow it up, and then the moon sl- slowly starts falling to Earth, and then all your bad shit happens. Yeah, and then you could just be focused on the bad shit's happening because I think that's a cool part of the movie. But my problem with the sciency part of this thing is why do you bother trying for the first forty five minutes of your movie explaining the science behind everything because it's heavy dialogue. At yes, for the first forty five minutes of this. And then you're going to have nanobots and white dwarves and megastructures, you know, at the end of it. Why go so hard out of your way to explain the science and make it make sense and then have nanobot alien ghosts anyway? Well, right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, a, that's a very fair point, Chris, is, is why, again, why try in the beginning and then just forget it? The second half of the film just yeah, the I, I, lean into one or the other. Make it super sciencey and, and cool and have bad shit happen, or make it super out out of this world fucking alien shit and cool. You have two choices here. You don't have to cram it all into one. And that's what's that's why I have a problem with this movie is there's so much shit crammed in this movie when you can just have some cool shit happening and them trying to stop it. So no, you okay, wish Moonfall was three hours long. I. <laughs> Well, hold, hold on. I wish Moonfall was with a hard night. So here's here's why I think that while all the problems are with the movie, it doesn't matter is because it's Roland Emmerich, and just like we just talked about Jackass, there's a legacy here with his movies. Is they're big, expensive popcorn popcorn fun movies. Yes. You know, it's like they're these. This is twenty twelve day after tomorrow. Yeah, Independence Day. Uh, Independence okay, Day. Okay, because 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 I remember thinking in this movie that this feels like twenty twelve with a moon. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what that's it exactly is. what that's it what is. Okay. All right, never mind then. Yeah, I'm, I'm fucking cash me out. It's fine. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know what that. Okay, it stops. Okay, Chris, just take take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> he's just he's just shaking his head aggressively right now. <laughs> but I mean, I the thing we you know we try to talk critically and analytically about these movies. We break them down. Is I'm not quite sure a discussion on Moonfall is benefited by approaching this with what. You know, a critical analysis of the film because it's this is to me it's one of the best bad movies I've ever seen, and it's yeah it's without a doubt one of my favorites now because like it or not there are some awesome sequences in this movie, like so, visually I mean, just amazing. So can I want to talk about the launch to the moon with the the gravity wave and I put that in quotation marks. <laughs> gravity waves wouldn't happen. Just saying. I uh, I also I also. I ask for science help on this because I have a very good friend who's an actual geologist. So I have a little bit of insight on things that can happen just because the moon's crashing to the earth. Um, but the whole, when they have to launch and they have to blow through like the, the wave and stuff, I thought that stuff was actually kind of cool. How like they force it and those guys sacrifice themselves and you know, all that stuff happens. I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah. However, the build up to, Hey, we got to get this up and go into the moon. We only got one engine. Why? Yeah, right. Who? Why? Yeah. 
Just make the gravity wave your issue. Right. You get pulled in for a little bit. Oh my god, it doesn't make it. One just goes out, but you we make it anyway. got a slingshot off the gravity wave. <laughs> get to the moon. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Make up some hey, fake science because who cares? Would it be far fetched in this movie? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, hold on a second. So, I mean, there are so many moments where if they fail at any one of these critical moments, the movie's just over because everyone's dead. Well, I would go so far as to say they fail in just about every critical moment Dude. and accidentally dumbass land on the moon anyway. Yep. So, <laughs> well, I mean, be, so because we accidentally got to the moon. Well, again, that 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 scene you reference is a good one because well, they know an engine's out, and he says, "Can we launch with two? She says, "No, this is well, over. Well, We're done. Go well, home." So hold on, hold on. I, I do want to say something about that point, and I don't want to interrupt you and like okay. derail you, but like. When they said that, when all that was happening, he was like forlornly looking at the plane as people were boarding. I was like, "Oh my God, they're gonna take a jet engine and put it on the fucking rocket ship!" Oh, how, no, I never, at least I never thought about. That. I was like, "How terrible is this about to be?" Well, but like, hold, hold on. With the movie we got and all those and all the the happenstance anyway, would it have mattered? Well, no, but I'm thinking Chris is right. It would have made it worse. I wasn't going to be shocked, but that's what the fucking answer. Well, was. you know, okay. The the one thing I think that could have made this movie. I mean, I, I, I saw it coming. I, I, at least I, I thought they were going to go with this was the guy in the beginning who was jettisoned and lost. I thought he was going to somehow be tied in the moon somehow. And just like, oh, you know, I kind of had that. I, I had that thought for a yeah. while. Yeah. I definitely. What was his name? Mitchell. I think his name was Mitchell. Yeah. That he was, he was going to somehow be alive on the, I'm like, Oh my God. I didn't God. think about that. Um, I mean that, to, you, <laughs> you talk about, you talk yeah. about crazy shit, but that scene is also because they're going up in again with only two people in the shuttle and no one in only like two people at mission control, which completely ridiculous. But they, they, terrible one-liners too in this movie. And like, if they take the jet engine, like he's like, "I'm commandeering your plane. Why to save the world?" <laughs> You're like, so okay, so they're 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 going up in the clouds against the gravity wave, and they get up to a certain height and. Halle Berry's character, the, the the captain says, "That's it. We don't have any more propulsion." And then he says, "Oh no no no! I thought this would happen. We're being pulled by the moon's gravity. <laughs> like what? How does which that? They admitted, which they admitted had very little gravity because they figured out it was hollow. But like, well, how do you? I don't understand on. how you just they, like they, they tried to word that up because as it was getting closer to Earth, its gravity was intensifying." By magnitudes of ten. Oh so yeah. So yeah. they they did mention that because okay. that's the only way that they could get there. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying <laughs> they, they they tried to address that oh, right, that right. terrible. But there's so much of that just like oh okay and that like it almost makes the Fast Nine moment where they go into space not look quite so stupid. So can we can we talk about one other side piece real quick? The other not to save the moon the the whole the families being reunited in Aspen, Colorado. Because I want to circle back to weird sciencey stuff, okay? Okay. So first off, this guy outruns the moon to Colorado or some shit. I don't really understand. <laughs> but <laughs> they make it to Aspen, Colorado, whatever. They run into some, for some reason, people that are protecting a gated community <laughs> when the moon is falling out of the sky. Good God. Okay. <laughs> but we get to a point where they get a weather band broadcast saying the moon is going to close pad, pad or close or swoop in near the planet's surface and suck the oxygen away that's not a thing it's not a vacuum the moon swooping in <laughs> the audacity of that statement it's like it's getting so close it's going to suck the atmosphere away from the planet that's what no <laughs> well, it seems to me that's the least of their problems people no, listen, on earth 
most of the play, like, be like, listen, you can't go out there because the moon is falling in pieces. At least that I understand. Yeah. yeah. We've seen that. Yep. Not suddenly the oxygen's going away. But so I want to ask you then something is. Why is this a thing? Why did I enjoy this movie so much then? Because it's so bad. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can take that one because as much as I want to bury this movie, I had a decent time with it. <laughs> it's, it's just when you think about it too much, your brain starts to hurt and it makes you mad. It's one of those things where you're just be like, okay, this movie sucks, but it's kind of it's kind of cool. So, you know what I mean? I have talked for a long time about one of my favorite movies of all time. It's Starship Troopers. Okay, right. Starship Troopers is a terrible movie. Okay, it's terrible, but it's so awesome. Yep. I like agree. it resonates with me so as a movie levels. that I love, yeah, yeah. right? Now, listen, I don't love Moonfall, but I don't think it's an absolute terrible movie. It's it's just wild, right? The yeah. ride that you go on from start to finish, from you get to the moon's out of orbit to haunted alien moon. Okay, <laughs> there, there there's a lot to unpack there. I need a t-shirt. All right, there's a lot to unpack there. But how it gets you there, it's it's somehow watchable. As long as you don't try to break it down of like none of this could happen, of course it couldn't happen. They know it. We know it. But they make it entertaining. It is. And, and, and there are some really cool visuals in this movie. There's, I mean, there's a lot of really cool shots, big, like big moment shots of like all the destruction that's happening. And it does look awesome on screen. There is some, there is some comedy here. Our three, our cast is fine in it, right? Like, yeah, it's I, not, think I have no problem. They're with not cast. great by any means, but like the cast is likable, and they seem like they have some chemistry as they go together. And it's like they have the the trio that fits. It, it's just if you think about it too hard, it does hurt. It is a fun ride, though. They do a good job with you know, like like the like not taking it seriously. And I'm glad they didn't take it too seriously because that combined with how far-fetched and how bad this gets at times that would have made it a terrible watch but they just kind of ride this weird moon train into the end right and it does end up being entertaining yeah i mean i think that's a very fair way to look at it um nobody does anything superhuman you know what i mean besides the whole we got to get out of here and we get the boost from the aliens you know to get us out of here and help you know attack everything you know it's not like somebody gets morphed into superman to fight the aliens or whatever ish <laughs> i was gonna say that you need the ish on that one to make that ish. Uh, ish. but like i'm okay with that yeah no it, it, and yes yeah I, i'm okay with it too you have to be otherwise you're gonna hate this movie well lots of people hate this movie so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but okay, okay, okay. After I watched Moonfall, I went and read some reviews. Oh, oh did so, you? You know all the stuff that we just swept under the rug is like if you don't care about that, people care about that. Oh, apparently. weird, weird. <laughs> like that, that's the whole I, thing with. I see. There's a disconnect, I think, with a lot of with a lot of audiences in movies like Moonfall. You know, the same disconnect I think is with a movie like, for instance, Triple X, the movie I like so much because it's. I mean, if the less serious you take it, the better the movie gets. You know, it's like if you look at it in different light, it's one of those – It's well, it's actually kind of cool. And, I mean, the, the takeaway from this movie isn't isn't like the science is so bad. The takeaway is, oh, my God, that, that's actually kind of cool what they did with the moon and the and the hollowness and the – you know, it's just – it's cool. But there's nothing wrong with that is my point. No. But, I mean, think about it. They made a movie. They took a conspiracy theory and made a movie out of it. 
is what it is. Yeah. And this is what you get when that happens, right? <laughs> this is this is what we deserve. Yeah. <laughs> so, so okay. here, as bad as this movie really is overall, I can't wait to watch Moonfall again. Yeah, you know, I, I mean that seriously. I'm going to buy the I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray. Absolutely, one. watch it in 4K surround sound. Shake the floor. Watch the moon fall out of the sky. I will do that. I'm the sci-fi guy here, and I'm not going to watch this movie really? again. I'm not. I'm surprised. I'm, by I'm, that. I'm a little let down by that too. I'm a well, it's just one it. of those things where, like, like, like. Listen, when I watched this, I didn't, I didn't hate my life. I, I hated it a little bit, but not that much. You know what I mean? I found average. I found yeah. I found the good. I found the good enough in this showing to enjoy my time in the theater, okay. and my score will reflect that. Don't worry. But it's just one of those things where if I'm going to turn on a movie, it's not going to be Moonfall for any so reason. So I honestly think, though, when I get a chance to do it, I will because yeah. this is like I have a soft spot for big disaster movies. Like I'm into it. Like I like those two. Though. I, I like 2012. I like most of Day After Tomorrow. I yeah. love San Andreas. You know, big sweeping disaster things. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like those kind of movies because it appeals to me for some odd reason because we deserve it, uh, mostly. Take um, that one to therapy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> well, okay, okay, so let's, let's just um, go ahead, Rob. So with that, like, this is what I think, this is the ultimate popcorn movie for me. Okay. Yeah. You know, you sit there, you're on a ride for two hours and ten minutes, and you watch crazy stuff happen. Yeah. You're not supposed to understand why, but you're supposed to look at it and be like, at the end, you're like, yeah, yeah, we, we won. We beat the moon. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? We do. Well, okay, let's so- take a second and look at Roland Emmerich's um, film, film filmography, which starts back in 1979. And then the first movie that I recognize is Universal Soldier from 92. But there are oh, okay. one, two, three, four. There's six movies before that. A lot of small. The Patriot too, right? Yes. So yes. Okay. So ninety two is Universal Soldier. Ninety four Stargate. An, an, another very beloved Stargate's a good movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. Stargate's a great movie. That's a great. I didn't and, realize that was Blood Emmerich. And ninety six is Independence Day. I think one of the best Stone B movies I've ever seen. Yeah, of course. And then we have the ninety eight Godzilla, which we will forgive. Um, two thousand Patriot. Two thousand four Day After Tomorrow. Two thousand eight Ten Thousand BC. Two thousand twelve. Or sorry, 2009, we have 2012. And then he made that movie Anonymous about the writer. And then he did White House Down in 2013. Uh, Independence Day Resurgence, which, look, no one really you know holds a candle to that one. So yeah. 2016. That movie is a disaster. And then the second Independence Day movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, movie is terrible. But he also made Midway, which is, now that I think about it, I forgot Midway's, that he made that. But yeah. that's exactly what I thought a World War II movie made by Roland Emmerich would be just a bunch of young, yeah, no, a young, yeah. a bunch of young hotshots and planes doing shooting people, you know, Blowing like stuff up. Yeah. yeah. And now it's Moonfall, and he has six upcoming projects under direction. What's on a slate? Anything listed? Um, he actually, there's a Stargate. It's it's called Stargate. I'm I, down for Stargate. Are they remaking? I guess so. I guess it is. I'm down. The first Stargate is a excellent movie. It, it is. is. It is. It really is. is. Um, but my my point is what you just said, Roger. It's a popcorn movie that I thought it was. Again, I want to say this till I die: is Moonfall is now one in like one of my favorite movies to watch because it's so, it's just so much fun. And like that sequence when they're chasing the bandits are chasing them in the car, but like the road is starting to come up because of the gravity. Like there's just so much stuff going on in that. But visually, Chris loved that part of the movie. On a on, on a big screen in 4K, that's beautiful, man. I mean, it's a better Fast and Furious scene than Fast and Furious <laughs> has. So there's that. That's fair. But also the audacity of that scene, 
they're being shot at by these by these other people, right? Yes. Why are they chasing them? For the oxygen. You're shooting at your oxygen. <laughs> I never even thought about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's some tanks. They have trunks full of oxygen. Well, so so I, the first thing I thought is, is, is don't shoot. You're going to blow up the oxygen. <laughs> like... Yes. Uh, but wow, I never a lot like I, a lot, I don't usually miss things. God. A lot like um Day After Tomorrow is like you don't that that, that those that entire subplot Day After you, Tomorrow is fine until the wolves come. That's the thing is yep. you if you take out the yeah. wolves, that's a much better movie. But if you take yeah. out all the side plot of those of the people trying to rob and murder people, like you just we it's not that this isn't the last of us. <laughs> you know, this isn't Days Gone. The game, it's this is a a, a lighthearted there's aliens on the moon that constructed a big construct around a dwarf star. Like that's the movie. So why are we doing this? There's people out to to ambush and, and kill and steal what they have. Well, why is that in there's this movie? A, there's enough disaster in this disaster movie that we don't need people. You know, like the, that, that side plot of the people hunting the other. People that's my now. point, though. As if yeah. as if the as if the moon coming down to Earth and killing every every living thing isn't a big enough obstacle. They also need to be held at gunpoint and all their stuff stolen in to go find it. Again, with the moon, you love how the, all the cell phones are still working when the moon is like right next to her. <laughs> all, the, all the cell towers are still functioning properly. Well, one thing that I did appreciate um, further along in the movie is satellites were actually being taken out. Yeah. Because, yeah, <laughs> the giant celestial body swinging <laughs> around our planet would be inhaling satellites. <laughs> Communication would be a problem. Yes, it would be. Um, but if you don't, if, but, but if you, but if you never address it in the script, then it's not a problem. True. So, I mean, um, there's that. So I want to bring up one real point about Moonfall. And I think you guys understand what I'm getting at. Five years ago, five years ago, there is no doubt to me that Moonfall is a release on 4th of July weekend, massive budget, Big time disaster movie. In 2022, we got Moonfall dead smack in the beginning of February. Yeah. Why? Well, again, this is one of the movies they they delayed, and they you got to get it out. I mean, actors' contracts designate you have to get it out within. That's why I don't know how Top Gun is getting around those contracts. Yep. So that that's the thing after I, I look at. You know, if this movie comes out dead smack in the middle of blockbuster summer tentpole stuff, it fits right into a bad movie out to make money, right? Yeah, but, but I mean, you have to figure that Moonfall won't in in the in the tentpole summer of like of Top Gun, of what's what's inevitably going to be Marvel two or three Marvel movies. This movie doesn't do anything. That's the problem. It mean, didn't didn't do anything now. Well, but, but but they chose to try it at least, and sure. it's, it didn't. No. But this movie's not doing anything because I mean, I'm just going to chalk it up to we're still in a pandemic. But you know, a lot of the problem with a movie like this, a lot of film snobs will like. We'll hear that it sucks, and then that's it. I don't want to like. I want to. That's they never want to watch it again, and that's my problem with a movie like this. Is if movies like this don't exist, theaters in Hollywood they shut down because without the big blockbusters like this to pull in the hundreds of millions of dollars, which they would have done five years ago, ten years ago, Hollywood doesn't exist. It's done. It's bankrupt. No one's got the money to keep making movies. Yeah. Well, this movie costs like 140 million to make. But I mean, back in the time of, I remember. The day after tomorrow, I was working in a movie theater, and that movie just—I mean, that movie just did gangbusters for like three weeks straight, man. It just this movie just maybe Roland Emmerich is just the the design of the big budget disaster movie is going is just done. It's just we don't want it anymore. People have spoken, or is it the pandemic? I I, I ask you that question. Are we tired of these movies, or is it the pandemic that caused the problem? A little bit of both, probably. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, that's fair. It, it, 
But there's I mean, something is responsible for the poor performance of this movie, and I need to know what it is. I would lean more towards pandemic because, I mean, if you think about it, you know, before before COVID hit, how many times did you walk into a theater and it be almost empty? You know what I mean? It it, it was a it ne- was rare. Yeah, it was a rare thing. That now it's you know, I actually have been in a movie theater alone more than I have with people in it. You know, in the last year, so it, that it definitely has to go into the numbers. You know, because if if you add just at least ten more tickets per per theater across the United States per showing, you're going to get way more dollars out of these movies. Sure. So I think that definitely eats heavily into the amount of money movies are making right now. Movie like Spider-Man, you know, No Way Home, that's going to bring in that, – that one defies COVID. That one defies lockdown because people just said, screw it, I'm going to go see this movie in the theaters. Where I don't think Moonfall brings that crowd. It's not, uh, it's not the event that a, a movie like Spider-Man is. But it used True. to be. That's my point is it used no, to no, be that event. You're, you're correct. That's what I mean. If you add, if you add 10 more people – per showing of this movie across the United States for the past week, it's going to make way more money. It's just because I don't, on average people aren't going as much as they used to. Well, but like what is, but I mean, this is a discussion for another time, but I mean, I noticed this past week, I looked at like four or five movies that came out on Netflix that, and trust me, I'm on Netflix every single day that I haven't even like heard of. And they came and went like last week's release. I didn't heard of them. And I'm on Netflix every day watching movies. Like where does that start to factor in? To just the fatigue of just there's so much to watch, so you just, just throw your arms just up and walk available. away from it. I mean, you have a point. I think it goes. With, I think it comes along with availability and ease of access. Yeah, that you know, and combine that with a time where you know, legitimately, you know, fifty percent of, of the United States is afraid to go out and do things. And, sure, because they, you know, rightly so. It's just all those things have a perfect storm of hey, theaters don't do as well right now. Hollywood doesn't do as well right now. Well, they I know mean, that. I think that's why they're still making movies. Yeah, I just, I, I just wonder where, I just wonder how long, how much longer the big budget movie that's not Marvel or Disney has left to live. I think, I think they're right. weathering the storm as long as they can. Well, and the movie has to be good too. That's a problem. It's true. So nobody saw the trailer from Moonfall and be like, "This is it, boys. Everything's <laughs> going to turn around today." You know, they watched Moonfall and went, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's again, I, 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 I would argue that. Back. See, but like, who's that's again. I don't like to. What's the, what's the first thing someone asks you when you're like, "Oh, did you see Moonfall?" What's the first thing they ask you, or the second thing? It's probably tandem, hand in hand. Here, here's something that's going to be really damning about Moonfall. I haven't had a single person ask me if I've seen Moonfall. It's true. Again, because I don't think anyone cares. I get anymore. people that ask me about movies all the time. Chris can attest to it. it happens to us all the time at our work. Yeah. And I pretty much I try to give them a fair assessment of what I think a movie is. Nobody's asked me what I thought about Moonfall. And the farther we get away from its release date, the less likely it becomes. True. Listen, everybody wanted to know what I thought about Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a big movie, though. That's the thing. Is yep. I just wonder where we sit. I mean, I just – I can't – I don't know. One last thing about movie theater attendance for things like Moonfall. Me and my wife were the only person in the Big D theater watching Moonfall. It was me. And some grandma or grand grandkid watching Moonfall. Yeah, wow. but, that was it. yeah but how Three great people. how great was that sound though in the Big D theater? I mean, it, it was yeah. nice. That was good. And, and listen, that kid in that movie had a blast, man. I can't tell you how many times that kid was like, "Whoa!" You know, he, he was having a good time in that theater. Good. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and and that's okay. That's creating a fan of a disaster movie, right? Exactly. <laughs> he thinks no. I'm serious. Like yeah. he thinks that's awesome. Or Terminator movies. Yeah. Thank you. I'm curious. 
Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, Grayson, an AI that takes over and wipes out humanity, it, you got to admit, it's better than Dark Fate. I legitimately yeah, 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 laughed yeah. and was like, Skynet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, that's it. Neither, neither one of you guys are wrong. I just, I, there's a lot of questions I have tied to this. I want to prepare for an episode one day about, you know, theaters. And, you know, one thing I want to talk about today, and I'm just going to drop this little bomb we're going to talk about next week is Movie Pass is coming back, folks. June 2022, Movie Pass starts again. And I wonder, Yay. I just, a longer discussion next week, but I wonder what their what their goal is. Because, I mean, it's not – I just would – I bet you their goal is bankruptcy. Well, let me ask you. Would, <laughs> would, would Moonfall have benefited from a thing like MoviePass? No. No one no one would have said, said hey, do you want to go see MoviePass? No, we can't go to that. And then someone would butt with, but we have MoviePass. No, that's not how that conversation breaks down. That's, yeah, you're probably right. I just – I wish it was <laughs> – I just wish Moonfall done better. I was expecting bigger things. I, I, I even said myself that's going to do, you know, over the couple of weeks, 100 million. I knew Moonfall was in trouble when it slated itself up against Jackass. For, for the sake of disaster movies, I, I do wish this would have done better, you know, money-wise. I don't, have to, I don't have to enjoy a movie for me to be successful. You know what I mean? I wouldn't mind seeing this thing do, you know, tons of money. Again, the cool. past two weeks where there was nothing theatrically, Blacklight yep. and Moonfall would have slid in and had and had decent weekends. Perfect. Had had number one to itself. Yeah, I or mean, number two for, behind for at least a goddamn week. Yeah, yeah, at least yep. one week of, of decent so, sales. You know. The other thing is too is we just watched a disaster movie fairly recently that's not half bad in Greenland. Oh yeah, that's true. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Like that movie's okay, yeah. right? Well, see, but that movie does does what Moonfall didn't do. That movie takes takes a main plot and 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 makes that the main focus with with just the smallest little side stuff. You know, whereas Moonfall has like nine goddamn plot tapping. Well, okay, let's let's, let's talk time. about let's for a few minutes. Let's talk about some characters that aren't just the two families. You know, you have the you have the for some reason the, they get divorced because whatever reason. You know, I, I don't know why they would have gotten divorced. Did, did they even say why they were divorced? NASA not, ruined him. Yeah, yeah, NASA pretty much. But hold on, I want to stop you for a second. I want you to realize what you just said. Let's talk about more characters than the two families. <laughs> yeah, okay. You realize what you just said? You said there's two whole families of characters and some more. Well, but one family is just a mom, a child, and a nanny. It's still a family. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. So, I mean, we didn't even talk about the characters yet. Let's talk about that for a few Is she minutes. a nanny? I thought she was like a foreign exchange yeah, yeah, student. Yeah, yeah, she's actually a foreign exchange student. But she's still a great, nanny. Great. Grace is terribly mis- misinformed here, but yeah, it, it's a foreign exchange student. But let's just call it a nanny because you know we're just insensitive. It's fine. Hold on a second, but she's <laughs> she's there taking care of the kid. What else would that be? <laughs> she, she's a foreign exchange. Student. Okay, Grace. okay, great. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't, I got the fact that she was hired to take care of the kid, but maybe I'm just <laughs> wrong with that. <laughs> That's what I got out of that. So. There's a lot of okay. So we have two families. One's divorced, and then you bring in Michael Pena, who whose character literally does not need to exist in this movie at at, at at all. And his two daughters don't need to exist. And we have already some strife there. And Patrick Wilson's character is obviously the cooler of the two dads by like a factor of ten. Let's just talk about this that for a second. And when all this starts out, when all this starts, everything, the world starts falling apart and pieces of the moon start falling off and plummeting towards Earth. These two families, yes. they don't – I'm not understanding why you'd include so many side characters when you have to play them all out because once they're there, you have to do it. And then I, I was kind of happy when – do you remember when they launched? Do you remember the two engines launched? Mm-hmm. and. Those two guys in Mission Control, they ran to that chopper, but then their chopper went down and they all died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they crashed and died anyway. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you don't have to deal with them anymore. 
Like that's how you get rid of characters in disaster movies. You just have whatever I mean, vehicle they're in go. Just bye-bye. remember, if you really want to dig into character development, Moonfall, the lead, the head of NASA just quit. <laughs> he straight <laughs> took his ball and went home. He said, "Here's my badge. You figure it out." <laughs> Dropped his, left his keys on the desk and said, "Fuck it, I'm out." Yep, <laughs> I'm out. He's just out. It's ridiculous. And let's talk about Sutherland's Donald. I have to brief the president. Let's talk about Donald Sutherland's character. The moon's falling on the sky. Okay, go ahead. Why is he in the movie? Who, the president? No, no, no. No, no. Donald Sutherland. Sutherland. He's in the movie for like a minute. Uh, To let us know about how many creepy things that he's seen from the moon. Fucking wheels out there. Gives some dialogue. Creeps everybody out. And And then wheels off. Wheels himself into the back room to blow his brains out. (laughs) I got some stuff I have to take care of back on my desk. As he just got done cleaning and loading his pistol. (laughs) Dude, that's so fucked up of a scene. I was Uh, like, oh my god. But that's exactly what he did, though. That's my point. No, he's dead, for sure. Just deliver the information a different way or have someone that's not Donald Sutherland. Because, look, look, he's not cheap. You know, he's a very recognizable actor. I bet he is now. You think so? I mean, this movie did have a $140 million budget. You could have squeezed out some money for Sutherland. Yeah. Especially because you know he was there for like nine hours, tops. That's true. I mean... <laughs> they only grabbed him because where he where they shot at, he lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, he just he, he came by. Yeah, Donald Sutherland's down the road. You got his number. Call him. And I, and, and <laughs> I, I, I don't exactly... I don't know for the life of me why what happens to Michael Pena's character happens. I, I It's so unnatural. It's so weird. <laughs> Hold on. Let's compare two deaths, okay? That that well, let's compare two situations. One one resolves in a death, one doesn't. We have Michael Pena's character who for some reason suffocates to death and they can't figure out a way to make that work when they're right by where they gotta go anyway. Well, I'm starting to think maybe they weren't right there. Not, not right there, but there enough to try harder. That maybe. they could have tried, yeah. Yeah. And then we have an- another scene shortly later where a man is buried by a tree. Fucking talk and it's fine. Oh, yeah, a tree fell on his chest and he's okay. Like, come it's on, cool. Jesus, man. <laughs> what are we doing? I, I did crushed his I stomach. Did appreciate Michael Pena's character just have the uh, just to have the wherewithal to just die <laughs> instead of try. He's just like, uh, and he's just dead yeah. immediately. Like he didn't panic, didn't run around for I don't know the minutes before you'd actually die. He's just like, nah, it's cool. It takes time to suffocate. Yeah, it's like drowning. Yeah, like. He 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 could have he could have hung out for a little bit, or he could have picked his kid up and ran as hard and fast as he could, right? While taking a a, a hit off the oxygen every every yeah. minute or so, oh, yeah. I mean, I every like so you. many feet could have, you know. I wonder why they put that in. I wonder. I mean, I don't think that's in the first draft. I think everyone survives the first draft of this script. I, I just don't know why someone's like, ah, oh, you need to kill someone, kill Pena. Thanks, Michael. I mean, you want sport. to make it more impactful, you kill the kid, right? I was, and I'm not even. I'm not even like trying to be morbid. That's way more impactful. Yeah. Or they die together because like he tried to save her and couldn't, or yeah. vice versa. Oh my god, a character death would have some weight. Yeah. Weird. Because without well, I mean, without, without weight well, to the death. The well, death let, is let's not just gloss over the fact that billions of people probably died in this movie. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the death. Toll I mean, was massive. billions of people. <laughs> Catastrophic global problem. I'm, I'm I'm sad we didn't see more of the destruction, and as morbid as that might sound. Are you? Well, I wanted. To, okay, that's the cool shit on on screen. Oh, that okay, I want to see. sure, sure. You know what I mean? I want to see more of the, the big disaster moments because they're at least cool. You know that it's it's also like the interesting part of these movies. Yeah, like when when we saw those like those massive tidal waves hit whatever 
whatever town that was. Like, I mean, yeah, you're, well, you have like a hundred thousand people dead instantly. Well, like, think of a movie like Armageddon, mm-hmm. right? Where like we get the, we got to see, we see like, a lot of bad stuff. Well, like people like like asteroids hitting the Earth in different like major major cities and stuff. You know what I mean? You get to see like the like the different landscape stuff. Why not see like on the like in, on the Asian Asia continent? Like some of the stuff the moon's doing over there. Japan is literally an island yeah, nation. Like they'd be in problems. How, how they doing during the, during the moonfall event? Right. Yeah. I think that would have been interesting to see. Well, I mean, Japan's wiped off the face of the earth because they just all drown because the the, the water the, the sea levels rise. Yeah, but kills why them. not? Why not show like a side like a side like panned out shot from a plane of of the islands of Japan and just this massive fucking mama wave coming over? Like, oh god, they're gonna die. Yep. Well, dun, yeah, dun, no, Chris, you, you have a point, though, because that's part of the reason we watch these movies is to see the big disaster shots. Yeah, that's, you're, you're exactly right about that. I don't know why. Somebody get Japan, Japan on the line. We need some we need some advice. Japan's gone. Sir. Hard cut. Yeah. You know, like, or yeah, Japan's gone. <laughs> like something. Well, I mean, they basically did that in, um, what was it, 2012 when they're in their ships? Yeah. You know, like this continent, it doesn't exist anymore. Like Africa's raised up by so many thousands of feet. The yeah. highest point in the world has shifted. <laughs> yeah. They did that. Yeah. So. Let's talk we just for one second. Can we can we talk about the American military's solution to <laughs> nuke it? The moon's nuke out of orbit is to nuke the moon. Uh, <laughs> the moon's been kind of been cramping our style for a long time. <laughs> yeah, right? It's but only it's only honest, been keeping us alive for you know thousands and thousands of years. Billions and billions. Um, question for you. Aren't even close to the same. So. I mean, by the time that this event happens is when um, Halle Berry's uh, ex-husband doesn't turn the key to launch the nukes, does it? It's, that's so ridiculous. But he takes the key and runs into the elevator and runs away. No, he takes <laughs> the know, gun. How many of those soldiers yeah. would have just shot him? Well, everyone would have just ch- taken the key and just done it, and then there would have been nuclear Well, technically, you know, I'm not trying to be the guy who makes Moonfall. Technically, if the second person doesn't turn it, I don't think they're allowed to. Just okay, but I'm I'm not trying to be like maybe that's the realest but, thing in here, but I'm pretty sure like that's the rules. But in the moment, oh no, they definitely would have done it. Wouldn't you just get a different number two? Bang bang! Sorry, dude. Here we go. Let's launch some nukes. Sorry, you just lost your clearance. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> Another great one-liner for this movie, full of one-liners. Yes. Because well, the most irony one-liner happens in that scene where he's like, "God help you if you're wrong." What's the next line? God help us all. Thank you. I cringed and I almost threw or, up in or my it's, mouth. Or it's, so, so, so he he looks around the control room, assesses the situation that they know, and says, "My ex-wife is still up there. She'll solve this." Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the moon. The moon is like six miles from Earth, dude. I think all is hey, lost. Good luck, bro. I like how the one guy who wasn't an actor was just a dude throwing the room was like was like your ex-wife. Like 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 how how. We're gonna die, asshole. What's the audacity of that statement? My ex-wife is gonna fix this. I believe in her. And I what? just see that's the whole thing. Like of all the things in this Some movie. Some guy just looks up from a computer's like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Perplexed. Yeah. Of all the things in this movie, that's I think one of the most like ridiculous scenes. Oh, in the yeah, that's... oh yeah, it's bad. But the whole like nuke thing is he also just stupid. He runs into an elevator and leaves. And he's the one that lives, everyone else dies. The whole room caves in. Like life uh, comes at you fast. <laughs> Wear a helmet, bro. Life comes at you fast. People die every day. Wear a helmet, bro. 
just get put on the casualty list. Part of the billions. Oh man, I've had such a good time talking about this. I do. I mean, I, I wasn't I mean, kidding when I said this is one of my favorite experiences. In the I, listen, years. it's a it's a fun bad movie, right? I, I, I we that. we have seen significantly worse movies than Moonfall, but Moonfall is just not very good, right? Like I think that's that's the thing. Um, you guys want to score it? I'll go ahead and lead us off if you want. Please, since I was the one that was gung ho for Moonfall, I, I think it's fair. I, th- I think we should score it. It, it, it. And yeah, yeah, let's just score it. Right. Okay. So Moonfall, I, I'm not going to be the guy that gives it two scores, but I want to. I want you to know how I judge it. Like, I think Moonfall is a great bad movie. That being said, it's still a bad movie. This movie's like a three. Um, like more combat. Quite, that's exactly where yeah. I was going with All this. Right. So. We just watched a good, bad movie in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat is awful. It is awful. I loved Mortal Kombat, all right? Like, it was every bad thing you wanted it to be. <laughs> Where Moonfall is not quite like that, but it's not too far off. Moonfall, you know, you know what you're getting into. You're getting into some wonky science, and the moon's falling out of the sky. Like, that's it. It's a three. I'll go next. Your three is fair. <laughs> I mean, so are you going to score it higher? I've talked a lot of shit on Moonfall, like a lot of shit. And here's the thing. Moonfall deserves all the shit that it gets. hundred percent. Sure. That being said, I did say I had a, I had a, I had a decent time with this movie. I'm the sci-fi guy. I like this kind of stuff. And the only thing that infuriates me more in a sci-fi movie with aliens in it is when we're the fucking aliens. Cause we were, we were the aliens. We were the people that made the moon. Yes, of course. Yeah, whatever. This movie the four. I had a good time oh, man, with you it. Gave it a better score. I, I had a good time bad. with it. And it's a bad movie, but I knew it was gonna be a bad Ooh, movie. Chris, Chris, Chris. I had four written man. down too. I'm gonna this do movie's something. this movie sucks, but it's it's so it bad. It sucks so good. It sucks so good. <laughs> I hate this movie and I hate that I liked it as much as I did. I agree. I'm gonna give it a four for that reason. It just sucks. Oh, oh, man. Man. I gave it the low. I can't believe you guys I'm Wow! <laughs> wow! Look! 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 This I thought I was gonna—I thought I was gonna be the highest by about a point or two when oh, I said man. four. But I'm glad you gave it a four, Chris, because for all the same reasons I'm giving it, you—you gave it one too. It's just. Bitch, I was the lowest score. I can't believe that. By one point, dude. Who cares? Come yeah, on. but I, listen, that's significant. That's twenty five percent. He's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, I thought it was, it was a lot of fun. I love this. is One of my favorite movie experiences in a theater in a very long time. I, I wasn't kidding. I will absolutely watch Moonfall first chance I get on my giant TV and surround sound. I wasn't kidding. I won't watch this again. <laughs> not, not, not for a long time. I mean, listen. Give it eight months when it's on HBO. Yeah, and you'll pop it'll, it on. It'll, it'll, it'll be on the TV it'll screen. It'll make great background music. Well, but like yeah, that's the thing but, is like these days, yeah. streaming networks are what help get back some of that lost revenue too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing too. It's not like back in the day where you had to wait a year before something came out on Blu-ray or yeah, something. Yeah, see it again. Listen, yeah. I, we'll have, I'll have a digital copy of Moonfall in some form or another in less than three months. Yep. Yeah, dude, I guarantee dude, this. Dude, Moonfall is going to be out on Blu-ray before, before the end of March. <laughs> And it's the middle of it's oh, the middle of February. Wrong. Legitimate, legitimate question: Which movie comes out digitally first, Spider Man or Moonfall? Moonfall. Moonfall. I'll bet you. Right. Okay. Hold on, hold, hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. I'll bet you Moonfall's out within four weeks on Blu-ray. I'm willing oh, to man. make that bet before the end of March, huh? Well, no, just before the middle of March. It's today's February fifteenth. Okay. So, well, I'll, I'll, <laughs> or third, by St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. By St. Patrick's Day, Jesus. Moonfall will be out. Yeah, I have every confidence Moonfall will be on Blu-ray because they need to get some of that. They need to recoup some of those losses from the budget. 
is not making any money. They need to recoup that. Yeah. So I, no, imagine I don't, I don't doubt that at all. And I'll bet, just, I'll, I'll bet you Jackass is, is, isn't far behind maybe the end of March, early April. The, mo- the movie was just dumb, but it was fun at the same time. Yeah, but sometimes just... dumb fun equals greatness. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes it just does. and just. I think, I think what really helped Moonfall for me was it was better than I thought it was going to be. Because I was ready for that movie to stink. Well, I mean. Real bad. I can't. I mean, Independence Day. I think is one of the best B movies I've ever. I've. It's, it's in my repertoire. Like, I love Independence Day. I love I don't it. Even, I, Independence well, Day is the one of the things that made me a movie fan. Yeah, it, me well, too. Same it, with Stargate too. Is Independence Day a B movie? Yes, it, it is. It is it probably is. Yeah. See, like, so like, to me, growing up, it was like one of the things we'd watch every now and then. Just pop it in, and like, it, it just seems like a bigger. Think movie. about it. It's medium, a big, big, big budget blow up action, mediocre acting at best. Yeah, but man, that's got one of the most legendary presidential speeches of all time. We will not go quietly in the night. We're going to survive. Come on. Welcome to Earth. Yeah. (laughs) It's got Welcome to Earth in it. Welcome to Earth. 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 E-R-F. Welcome to Earth. It's U-R-F. U-R-F. Even better. Earth. (laughs) <laughs> but like you know independence they did a lot of things right I and mean, that's that's rolling that's early rolling that's same with stargate it like it does a lot of things right um and then like as soon as you after you get past day after tomorrow it starts to get a little wonky Ten thousand bc was probably in the same realm as moonfall <laughs> like it's just i don't understand what that movie had about going for it but it's just i don't know it's something about disaster movies i just love i don't know what it is i just i get so excited for them a good one works so well it like does. green like greenland I mean, I think Greenland's a great movie. Greenland was good. But I remember yeah, Greenland. Like, that's a movie I need to watch again. But here, I remember Greenland. That's on HBO Max, by the way. I remember Greenland like being hyper focused on Butler and his family. Like yeah. they, they didn't. And that do that, the side that plots. was fine. Yeah, there wasn't many side plots, and there wasn't you know, it, <laughs> the Earth was falling apart. And I mean, although it would have been, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. Now that came out almost a year ago. Though that was like one of the first things back in March 2021, wasn't it? Uh, a little bit longer than yeah. It's been a while. Because it got delayed a bunch of times. Yeah, but was was that it that did. that was on HBO Max? That came out on HBO Max, didn't it? No, Amazon, wasn't it? One of the two. Okay, one of the two. I think I thought it was HBO, but I could be wrong. It was one of the two, but I thought that was like March of 2021. I don't know. I have maybe forgotten, but yeah. All right, all right, guys, are we ready to be done with Moonfall? I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. All right, you say that so soft, like soft or sadly. I just saw them. I'm just mad at myself for liking that movie. So good. <laughs> <laughs> disappointed. In All me. right. Yes. All right, gentlemen. <laughs> this has been episode 265B of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Grayson Maxwell One. I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Chris, and I have no Twitter. That's great. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube, and send us an email to for the love of cinema podcast at gmail.com. And next week, we're taking a look at Death on the Nile and Marry Me. Marry who? Marry, Marry me. me.